My name is Stephen Downey and you're very welcome to episode 14 of the Mindful Living Guide. This week I get to talk to an amazing person, uh, Lindsay Bennett. Uh, a lot of people in Ireland will know her from her recent interview on the Late Late Show where she talked very openly about her cancer diagnosis and the journey that she's been on. Um, I contacted Lindsay because of her amazing gratitude for life and her bubbly personality that through all the adversity that she's been through has shone through every single time. It's a beautiful conversation where we talk about her life, her journey, um, her amazing mom and many, many things. And I really hope you enjoy this episode of The Mindful Living Guide. You're very welcome to this week's episode of the Mindful Living Guide. Uh, this week, I have an extremely special person on the show. Um, for people in Ireland, you may have heard of Lindsay Bennett on the Late Late Show recently. Lindsay is a 32-year-old mother of two beautiful girls, and she's been on an incredibly difficult journey over the last while. But all the way through this, Lindsay had face, has faced every day with gratitude, love for life, and a smile that is just so infectious. Lindsay, you're so welcome to the Mindful Living Guide. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honour to be here. Our show goes out to uh, the States and out to uh, UK as well. So there's people that mightn't actually know you or know your journey. And I don't want to give too much of a way. So do you want do you want to give a quick introduction and tell us about yourself and, and your journey? Yeah, OK. Um, yeah, so I'm Lindsay, obviously, and I'm a mammy um, to Zoe and Haley. And yeah, four years ago, unfortunately, I was diagnosed with um, aggressive cervical cancer. And I had a smear test that had said that I was okay. And I actually ended up just, you know, going with my gut and pushing and pushing and pushing and ended up um, finding out that I, I did, in fact, have um, cancer. And so yeah, I had a hysterectomy, 28, and then I parts of my bowel removed and had so many different complications like um, my bladder. Um, I have to stick catheters in and out. Well, I did until I actually went to a healer, <laughs> which, you know, people would be like, oh, don't believe that nonsense. But I'm actually just so open-minded. And, you know, I do believe that when you know you put good out and you put intentions everything out into the universe that you know good will come back and amazingly the next day after being with the healer I was able to um stop using casters although I still have of not having sensation but you know that's the the better of a raw deal and so yeah then unfortunately my cancer came back uh, after you know a couple of months of trying to say that it was back even though you know they felt on scans and stuff that it was prolapse but a biopsy confirmed and um, so 2018 I did chemo and radiation internal and external and then you know I actually wasn't able for all the chemo and only got to do a few of them because my body just wasn't able so then you know continued on having lots and lots of complications and then obviously COVID hit, the other dreaded C word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, 
I started feeling kind of funny again. And, you know, I, I dropped a few emails to the hospital because you weren't allowed to go at the time because it was the main kind of lockdown and stuff. And then sure enough, by November, then 2020, I was told that I was now incurable and that um, my cancer was back. So, and all I was being offered was a double dose of chemo, which, you know, a lot of people generally only seem to get about the 18 months with it. And I just didn't feel comfortable with that. I knew I hadn't done well on chemo in the past. And apparently the chemo I had done before was a light chemo. Um, and I do that with air inverted commas. <laughs> um, like chemos as chemos go, whereas like you don't lose your hair with it. But with me, there were like the four main things were like nerve damage, um, kidney damage, hearing loss and nausea. And I mean, all four were hitting me within a few minutes of it being in my body. So they'd even tried walking down. So the treatment you're you're on at the moment, uh, for people who don't know, uh, you're in Mexico at the moment, and uh, it's it's a pretty alternative type treat type treatment that you're going through at the moment, is it? Yeah, so it is alternative, although there's still needles. Um, there's a lot of infusion. You're, you're not you're not a fan of needles at all, aren't you? Not. I. I'm like, make me stand on my head, like jump around do whatever you want but please don't come at me with needles I got absolutely butchered when I was 19 years of age butchered and the person kept saying to me I'll get it the next time yeah. and that just rings in my head so if you do not get my veins the first time I am a different person is putting it on. <laughs> you're, you're, you lose that infectious smile I talked about at the start <laughs> Oh my goodness, like I know like any of my medical team are like, you know, they come in and they're nearly not making eye contact with me. And I'm just like, I know, like, I'm so sorry, but uh, and I'm like, no, uh, but it's my veins, unfortunately, are so bad. I mean, the first time I was here, it took five goals to get oh, God. it into my arm. So I, I was crying my eyes out. But I just kept saying, you know, this is to try and stay alive, Lindsay, and this is for the girls. So you just kind of pull yourself together, um, you know. And the, but the good thing is, even though they tried four times, they didn't say the words again the next time. And I, I think that's my trigger. And I always hold my hand. It, it doesn't matter what it is. I always have someone hold my hand while I'm doing it. So you know. But I mean, yeah. like, it's so upsetting. And so dramatic that like I've often had nurses crying with me and they're like, it's so hard to see someone who yeah. tries to be so happy and so nice, just so upset and so scared. Like they're just like, you literally said, like one of my friends, I remember I was getting a PET scan. I think it was maybe the second time I had my cancer. No, actually could have been the first. And my friend got so upset that she nearly passed out and had to actually brought out of the room. She was like, yeah, she was like, I have never, ever seen you in that state before. And it, it terrified her because I knew she like, come on, it'll be grand. We'll sort things <laughs> out. Get over it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's my one thing. I literally, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what my other name is. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
it's, it's your alter ego. I'm not Lindsay anymore. <laughs> oh, stop. There's one one thing actually, and when I when I contacted you, it's something that just jumped out to me straight away was your absolute gratitude for life and your ability to just go on and I don't want to delve on this part of it but um, for many people that don't know there was a, a court case very recently and uh, where they you should have been given a an outright apology and um, they the only words they used were deep regret and I saw when when you spoke about this on the Late Late Show and um, I think you said that um I cannot I can I can only control myself. I cannot control how others act. I have a bigger battle to face. And I just thought that was an amazing attitude to have. Um could you talk to me about because I know I know your your journey with gratitude has happened over the last few years and can you talk to me about that gratitude and that love for life and where it's actually come from? Yes. Yeah, so in a weird way like I was so grateful because I look at things in a different way even people who, you know, might be in a bad mood and like come for me um but it's not that I've actually done something wrong to them it's that they're annoyed and they've decided I'm the person that they're going to fight with and so I was I was so lucky that I got that time um one of my best friends and um, her mom Etna O'Connor um came to me and gave me this book I was six weeks lying in my sitting room after my hysterectomy and spent so much of that time on my own and um, but I 28 days to do this book and I couldn't believe the magic of everything that happened and I was like wow no matter how hard and horrible the situation is I was like you know accept that it's horrible Mm. but just try your best to pull like one good thing out of it you know and it just really changed things and really I, I would stop instead of, you know, just jumping in being like, oh my God, don't talk to me like that, you yeah. know? And I just thought, okay, what are you going through? Because if I have not outright tried to hurt you mm-hmm. um, and yet you're acting in an irrational way, then there's something wrong with you. And you'll often find, you know, when people, even in, in the movies, when they've done something really silly and they've gotten in trouble and they're like totally erratic and you know when they actually get calmed down and then they start getting emotional and they end up saying what has happened or something that has happened and you just realize yeah how people treat you once you've treated them well if they treat you in a bad way it reflects on them and and not you and I've Mm -hmm. I've come to peace with knowing that I genuinely try my best to be as good a person as I can. doesn't mean I'm always perfect, but I do. And I just, I want my girls to see that as well. And that's why I always try to explain to them and stuff, you know, to just be kind. And during the first lockdown, um, before we'd start the homeschooling, I'd be like, right, we've tried three things that we're grateful for today. And, you know, it's, it's really starting to brush off on them and, and that's why even with the the likes of the court case stuff and the not getting a proper apology I mean I could get angry and I could get cross and I could let it take all that energy from me and then I'm like for for what exactly. for someone said the words I'm sorry is that going to like take away absolutely everything that's happened I mean does the rest of the country and everyone else that I know 
feel I deserve an apology, a proper, proper one, uh, and think that it's, you know, really not nice what I've been given. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, everyone feels it. And I'm just like, people know. So whether someone does it or not, it, it's not going to change what's happened. But everyone knows that I deserve it. And I'll just go with what I've got, you know. And I'm sure even, even the people that people want to apologise, I'm sure deep down they know as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just, I, as I said, I have a bigger battle to fight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, and there's there's one person actually um that I haven't mentioned. I know has been through your journey all along. She's no longer with us, but your mom and I've listened to some of the other interviews that you've done, and she just sounds like the most incredible person ever. And did she? Did you say she she came in some dreams that kind of made you go to to look? Was that? Yeah, she came all three times. Um. Yeah she did in my dreams and said to me about the cancer and I literally sat having a conversation with her like we were bawling and crying in the dreams so we were and like we were even saying to each other like we know that this is a dream and that you're actually dead but that we're really here having a conversation like it was it was insane um but yeah I've always just had this weird connection and anytime I go to anyone who's like very spiritual or you know that's like a medium right like that and they're like you know you've got a gift and stuff like that and I've been told I'm a healer um so many times as well especially with people with depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and um there's some of the girls um especially one that's nearly messaged me every day been over and she's like why am I just so calm when I talk to you <laughs> I don't know. I'm not yeah. doing anything. And she's just, like, just you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever have you ever tried Reiki actually? Um yeah, I was told that I should do Reiki. Um like become a master in, in Reiki. Um but yeah, and even it's it's funny, there was a lot of people I even met on my journey um in the hospitals and stuff like that that were like in really deep dark places and now they're they're thriving, which is so amazing to see. Wow, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. no, it's amazing. I just, I just think that the power of positivity and it just, it, it just builds an energy inside you. And like you can tell this kind of when you meet people, people that have this kind of this inner ability just to to create this type of energy. It's just, just amazing. And thank God you have it with you on on this journey. Um, do do you actually? Um, I, I was going to talk about um, in one interview actually, you were talking about how organised you are, and um, you've you've created loads of messages and um and letters and all for for people for i love the, the idea that you wanted to create them now like even if you don't need them for a, couple, a good few years you wanted to do it at this stage yeah no i did i wanted to especially if it's if it is cancer that kills me and you know it progresses and it gets really bad i was like i want to be as much as the happy go lucky funny Lindsay that I am and I was like and, and god forbid it happens to me in, in the morning I mean the the fun saying we've all said going up oh I could get hit by a bus in the morning um <laughs> you know I I want to be ready because I want to make my passing as happy for people as I can and just to know how much I did care about them and how much I did love them and that like you know even on their bad days that you know read a letter and just laugh so they can go back to like thinking of memories and feeling how we felt in the moment that we did Mm. anything silly 
um, you know, and especially for my girls, because I, I knew at 24 years of age what it was losing mom. And it's just, it's something that I would encourage everybody to do. And even though I was crying through the whole way, organizing my funeral and stuff like that, well, not the whole way, but a good bit of it, yeah. you know, there was tears. The peace I got afterwards, knowing it was done, was so nice I mean like there there's videos and um hymns and just little speeches and stuff that are going to make people smile as well as make them cry <laughs> but you know they're they're peace and they're comfort for people yeah. but yeah no um sore hand writing all these letters <laughs> and, oh, my, my wife thinks I'm mad I, that I've that <laughs> I was going to say, I, I've done the same, actually. Um, I've wrote letters to, I've got three kids and I've wrote letters to them all. And it's actually, it came about from my, my brother passed away suddenly in Ixant, uh, a couple of years back. And it just, it gave me a real reality a check of what, what you just said there. Like you, you could be knocked down by a bus the next day and you never know. So I, t- I think it's, it's like, people might think like, I, it's very morbid me talking to you about this, but I think it's a great acceptance that, listen life isn't going to go on forever for everybody you know there is going to be so at some point um whether we know but it's it's about i think living every single day and just embracing every single day no matter what's what's ahead of you yeah absolutely i i actually think doing it takes back some power um of what's going to eventually happen to everybody but i do i think it's taking power back and making your death whenever that comes as beautiful and as peaceful um, and as comforting as you can to everybody that you love. Wow, that's just amazing. There's something I ask all of my guests uh, on the show, and um, I want to ask you, but I think it's it means a lot more actually asking you. But um, it's the question is really, um, what do you feel it means to live a mindful life, and what advice would you give people to to live mindfully? I think. Trusting in your gut, being so grateful for everything and being kind to everyone that you meet and, and just being understanding. I, I think that is mindfulness. I think taking five minutes for yourself in the morning to, you know, whether it be meditation or to write something in a journal or go for a little quick walk or something like that but I think if you can get that little bit of time on your own like my, my friend Martin came with me um so he did for the trip because it, it suited him and um, his kind of hours and stuff yeah. better everyone else either had children or work you know that they couldn't come but like I wake up at 20 past four here every morning and I go out and sit in the balcony and I listen to the waves yeah. I I saw the surprise he gave you uh, outside on the beach Oh, um, for anyone who hasn't seen so uh, Lindsay Instagram Instagram picture, it's the most amazing message um, with um, your children's names um, on it. Um, yeah, Lindsay forever. Yeah, yeah. it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And I didn't realize that I zoomed in on the picture. Is there like an image of two? Is it like two wings or something at the front? And it's right the in front of that. Crazy, crazy, crazy thing is he went back up to take a picture because you couldn't see it. You couldn't get a complete picture um, when you were standing down on the beach. And I didn't actually realise that that's what he was gone up to do. And yeah. so I was just looking back and I was looking at it 
And then he came down and he'd like tears in his eyes. And I was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And he was like, and you won't believe where you were standing. And I was like, what? And it really wasn't like posed or anything. Because if yeah, you look yeah. at my leg, I'm like, literally there's kind of to the side because I was leaning against it, but didn't realize in my head that it was the wings. And he was just like, oh no, you look like an angel looking down at the girl's <laughs> name. And he was like, he was like, it's so beautiful, but it's so emotional to look at. And he was like, oh, you know, but it was, it was such a beautiful beautiful thing to do and um, the hilarious thing is and the real life thing and not the Instagram the reality I rang the girls to show them this beautiful moment the two of them were fighting <laughs> <laughs> stop fighting and look at this quick come on <laughs> but um yeah well in fairness they were fighting over who could hold the phone to talk to me but I was like don't hit your sister <laughs> oh, it's that age I've um I think it was you said Zoe's 12 and Haley's seven or so is it yeah, yeah I, I've um, I've a 12 year old and an eight year old as well. And I think it's it's that kind of age where one's getting more grown up and the other one still wants to play. And they're just like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Haley likes to win at everything. So yeah. <laughs> she's very, <laughs> I've always said since she was nearly a baby, I was like, that girl will be president one day. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully so. Yeah. The, um, Lindsay, listen, I'm not going to take much more, more of your time because I, I know that your time is uh, is very special over there and you've got a, a lot of um, a lot of rest to take between all your treatments. So I just want to say thank you so, so much for coming on the show and, and chatting away. It's been an enlightening conversation. And you're like I said at the start, you're just an infectious person. And I really hope that the treatment goes well over Mexico and that um, you have um a really great rest and uh, the best look for the future. So Lindsay, thank you so, so much for being on the Mindful Living Guide. Oh, thank you so much. So there you have our conversation with Lindsay. I think you'll have to agree she is one unbelievable person and we all wish her the absolute best luck on her journey. If you want to follow Lindsay on Instagram, you'll find her at Cancer with Gratitude. I think that says a lot about Lindsay and her outlook on life she also has a gofundme page that a friend has set up for her so if you would like to support her uh, you can you'll find a link on her instagram page cancer with gratitude that's it for this week um if you are new to this show and you want to follow us you'll find us on spotify or apple just search for mindful living guide and you'll be able to follow us there thank you again to everyone for listening and sharing the show and we'll see you next week i'm stephen downey and this has been the mindful living guide <laughs>